Regicide. Genocide. Patricide. <laughs> Anything with the sides in it is bad. Crofticide, you don't want to get near that stuff, Crofticide. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast with three guys, that's me and two of my friends, uh, get together... Um, to talk about various topics that the random topic generator uh, gives us to talk about. Uh, joining me today is my esteemed fellow Michael Hodgins. Uh, good day. Good day. And also joining us is uh, my not so esteemed fellow Crofton Steers. Hi, Crofton. <laughs> good day. He's, he's he's esteemed. I'd say Crofton. Yeah, I know. I just made me not so esteemed, right? Okay, he's not as esteemed as me. There's All right, a, agreed. There's a subtle distinction there that I want to make clear for the listeners. So, boys, how's it going? It's going all right. Yeah. It's going good before I got dissed in the opening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said you were esteemed, Crofton. You got, you got, That's you. true. You know, you, I, think, I think if people you know, feel that they're perfect, then they have nothing to strive for. So it's, good, it's kind of this good thing for you to have something to chase a little bit you know, farther. Maybe that's why I have so little ambition. Because you're not giving me anything to strive for. Yeah, Mike was born esteemed. You were you're you're you're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're trying to come up in social in the, in the social case. So trying yeah. to. Yeah. Um, All right. Hey, I, I have something interesting. It was relates to one of our, our a topic we did recently about artificial intelligence. Do you okay. guys recall that topic? I do. Yeah. So um, on the real radio, I, <laughs> I there's a show on CBC called Ideas, which I've mentioned before, I think, in this podcast. And Ideas is an excellent show, very quite academic, um, and just they talk about in- interesting ideas. The one they, one they talked about recently was artificial intelligence. And as I listened to it, <laughs> it was interesting because uh, they had all these smart people who know a lot about artificial intelligence talking about it. Yeah. And it uh, contrasted. I found with our kind of like opinions about it, which I thought they also was, get paid, and they're also well, not funny. I think they've all well argue well. I guess maybe they were funny to some people, and maybe we're not funny to some people. But what I thought was interesting, <laughs> I don't want to like necessarily shit on Crofton about this, but uh, here goes. <laughs> well, it, it's more it's more that Crofton was like, and and I think this is this is a lot of people would agree with him that it seems like a stretch the artificial intelligence thing. Uh, you know, seems like a bit of a stretch, and we talked about that. And I said I thought it was inevitable, yeah, and both yeah. sort of side of that. But Crofton's like, meh, I don't know that's going to happen. And that's, I think, a pretty fair judgment. But what these guys did, they did a, a very simple thing to talk about why they think they're like, it is inevitable. And it's because they said it has to do with exponential growth. And they said that as technology advances, and they're making technology which is meant to make itself better as well, so new software that kind of like, finds ways to make itself better and this is happening now and they say that technology is literally growing exponentially and they had this big thing where they talked about what exponential really means and they use this really neat story which i'll share here but is worth listening to i think it was they said it was in india the guy who invented chess in india you know he's this popular guy everyone liked the game and this king or whatever was like, wow, you know, we got to reward this guy for his awesome invention of this game. And he says, you can have anything you want, you know, for inventing this great game of chess. And the guy was like, great, I only want, he's like, I want one grain of rice, you know, on the first square of the, of the chessboard. And then on the second square, I want two grains of rice. And on the third one, I want four grains of rice. And it's going to keep, you know, going like that. And the guy, and the king says, oh, well, what a, what a humble fellow. Sure, I'll just give him some rice. That's simple. But there's something like if you get to the 64th um, 
uh, square, there's like 10 quintillion grains of rice and more rice that has ever been produced in the history of mankind, bigger than Mount Everest. And they're saying that like that's the power of exponential growth, is that it's so mind-bogglingly. Like they're saying that at halfway through the board, you'd be at like billions of grains of rice. So and, did the and he's king, saying that... And all, anyways, I, did the king lop off his head for being too actually, clever? That's kind of the smart-ass no, answer no, that, you know... He did. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said he did. He did uh, in the story. Anyways, but but the point being is that it's, it's so hard to grasp. And when yeah. you think about stuff like that, it seems crazy. But they're saying that technology is growing exponentially so that even if it seems like it's kind of not going that fast, that you can expect it to start getting crazy fast at some point. You know, who knows when that will be? That might not be for a long time. Yeah. But they're saying because of exponential growth in technology, they're like, it's – anyways, I didn't listen and to the whole thing. but I, feel I know, like- but it's funny because that's essentially what we discussed last time. Like really, it, that's – we were – you and I were both making the points back and forth about that. I think we're aware of the exponential growth of technology even since I was a kid. I mean computers practically didn't exist and look where they are now. I, I think my point was more related to the fact that, that we can't predict the future and we think – when we think the future, we think flying cars and we think, we think uh, artificial intelligence when in fact that's – you know even with the exponential growth of in- technology, it might not necessarily lead to artificial intelligence. We might do something else. Something else might happen. Yeah, I think it will of... definitely happen. Yeah. Anyways, but all, right. all I would say to any listeners who found that uh, that that episode interesting, I found it interesting to talk about, would be to check out the the CBC Ideas, and then they have a podcast as well because uh, it's a really deep, um, you know, uh, examination of that topic with people who kind of study the field as opposed to just us and our smart alecky comments. Um, I, I wanted to have a bit of time to add one other thing too, uh, Mike, and this um, sort of vibes off of your, uh, we had that episode on pesticides mm-hmm. and we just missed two things that I wanted to bring up briefly that um, uh, Al, who's emailed the show before, has said that um, he did the big time presentation in university about it and there are um, these things called like the superbugs that are resistant to everything. So, like, you know, over time, you spray all these pesticides and you have bugs that, you know, are potentially like we're staving off the problem. And it's always sort of an arms race between us and the pests. Hmm. And the other thing is um, some some comments about that uh, they create addiction in the plants with the pesticides. So if you actually stop using the product, the plants will wilt and you're sort of tied to this uh, pesticide provider. Have you heard Hmm. anything on those fronts? Um. No, that's that's very interesting about the that getting it getting resistant and then having to you know keep pumping it up or you get these bugs that are like super bugs, which makes sense. It's kind of how evolution works, right? You know, you do that, it kills a bunch of bugs, and then a couple don't get killed it's, it's, and they breed. It's true then, in a lot of other kinds of, I guess, medicine, you know, medicine, medical practices where you know you have drugs and then you get you know a tolerance or you get resistant, and it's always sort of a thing. So it made a lot of sense to me. I don't have a sweet article or podcast to back it all up with, but uh, I thought I'd pick your brain. I did read something interesting about, though it's not quite a pesticide. Actually, no, it is a pesticide. No, it's a herbicide. And Monsanto, I, uh, about them suing all these farmers for uh, for using the genetically altered um, plants that are called Roundup Ready plants, and Roundup's this big herbicide which kills weeds. Yeah, and that it blows on other fields, other farmers' fields, and then takes over all their 
field because you know seeds replicate themselves and plants replicate themselves yeah. and then Monsanto will go sue those people even though they never bought the seed <laughs> because they own like a patent yeah, license on it anyways I, I don't want to get into it it's a I long heard story, they won they did win one in Saskatchewan I think in oh, Canada Lord. which was and then took the farmer for like all he was worth it's disgusting and really scary when you think about you know a company trying to take to, to trying to create a monopoly on something like food and self-sustaining organisms like plants that just you know make seeds and say no we own that you need to pay a licensing fee to grow your yeah, food yeah and then pinch Very people scary. for accidents they made that's yeah. crazy yeah. i mean like and it's to their benefit right if if yeah. their crops just blow all around and grow it's like hey great we can sue everyone yeah no kidding Anyways. <laughs> All right. And I got one little thing before we start. Um, now, on two podcasts, we've introduced an awesome category as sort of a, you know, very exceptional kind of thing. And um, I was working on a bit, and uh, I'd like you guys to listen and see what you think. I think we should have a fourth secret tier of verdict. Uh, here goes. <laughs> what do you guys think? It sounds good, but... it. At the same time, like, you know, it's kind of funny every once in a while to to to, to say something is awesome, but we, we've got to stick to our three main tiers as yeah, much as possible. I would agree with Crofton on that. I feel like, you know, half the difficulty is when some, you know, fitting things into the prescribed verdicts that we have. I don't mind it as an informal thing to just tag on there when we think something's awesome. I, I think it's fun as an informal thing. Yeah, all right. Well, you guys give it some thought because every now and then uh, you guys are the ones that broke the rules, not me. Um, I'm just working with the grain here. <laughs> we but... didn't break the rules. We, we, we gave a proper verdict. We just said we also thought that thing was also awesome. Yeah, I know. And, and on the last episode, I yelled out awesome instead of the usual uh, sound effects that we have. So all I'm saying is give it some thought and all listeners right. give it some thought too. All right. I think we're about ready to jump into the topic there. Okay. I'm going to uh, give it a pull here and start the old random topic generator. God. <laughs> Have you gotten a gas mask yet? You know, I think maybe uh, if you got a gas mask, your oh. talking would just be muffled and you I'm, wouldn't have to cough so much. I've been trying to leave the garage door open to get some air in, but and i got to figure <laughs> something else. Oh, okay. The topic today is zombies. <laughs> sweet, sweet. We're uh, almost in October, so, you know, oh, yeah. the whole, the whole Halloween-y type tone to it works pretty well. Crofton, yeah. why, why don't you – I feel like you can give us a good – uh, summation. <laughs> I, I, you know what? It, it's kind of, it's kind of a when, when you want to get like really specific and talk talk about what are and what aren't zombies, it gets kind of difficult. I think most people give know the, what give the classic what zom- definition. The classic definition? Yeah. The, I, is it The Walking Dead? Essentially, uh, it, it, Night of the Living Dead, right? Uh, the George what, Romero film. I think where the concept was first introduced. Unless uh, you want to talk I'm about no, which doctor. No, no. The, the concept was probably first introduced in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, if you want to think of Frankenstein as a as the original zombie, if okay. you will. That's interesting. Uh, uh, but, uh, but, but definitely George uh, Romero's uh, Night of the Living Dead and, and his, his, uh, his remake of Night of the Living Dead as well and um, Dawn of the Dead were, uh, were sort of landmark in in the zombie genre, but zombies are essentially reanimated humans. The idea being that humans have died and they 
come back in some sort of form and where they just hunger like 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 an animal would almost without without any sort of further advanced brain function and zombies have had a resurgence in popularity uh uh fairly recently um for a while there it was vampires and then i think that's they've fallen off the the radar a little bit the pop culture radar and now zombies are everywhere from tv to movies to, uh to books to graphic novels to video games tons and video games so uh yeah that's that's about it in terms of what what they are um they can be evolved or tweaked in many different ways uh and and uh and used in a lot of different types of stories. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking recently I saw a book, I think it was in chapters. I know it's pretty famous, uh, pride and prejudice and zombies, which is essentially pride and prejudice with zombies or whatever. <laughs> Self-descriptive, a mashup piece. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's essentially right. But it can be used for any, any type of it's, um, a, a tone, but it's essentially a science fiction horror concept. So yeah. what well, do you guys think about zombies? I, w- I wanted to add though, that there are also cultural events. Um, there's zombie walks and zombie days. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just to add to your list. And, and I will add, um, because, um, those are all references to zombies in uh, fiction, uh, which I think is how most, that's certainly how what I initially uh, think of. But there is, I think, some precedence of people claiming that these are, they're this kind of real, within the voodoo uh, sort of, uh, uh, well, I guess, <laughs> I don't know that much about voodoo, yeah. but I did see this show called Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious Universe. You guys ever see this show? No. Man, it's awesome. Arthur C. Clarke is like the guy who wrote 2001 A Space yeah, no, Odyssey. I know, I know the guy. Um, he's also on the intro quotation of XCOM, which is either two possibilities exist. Uh, we are not alone in the universe or we are alone in the universe. And both are equally terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of yeah. good. Yeah, he's, he's a really interesting and smart guy. But he had this show that I used to watch when I was like a, a kid. And it was done in the 70s. Really, and it was called Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious Universe. And he would explore all these weird, you know, things like Loch Ness Monster or and all kinds of things, aliens okay. and different things. Sounds but there's one about zombies, yeah. and they talked about uh, some places in Africa and I think in the Caribbean where there was people who claimed to be zombies. And it was like – and they claimed that, like, witch doctors um, had resurrected them uh, and that they were kind of in servitude to these people. It's a bit muddy in my head, but there are uh, there are some kind of claims, dubious though they may be, to zombies actually existing in the kind of voodoo tradition. Uh, if you haven't heard it, there's a great stuff you should know podcast on the the actual uh, like a Haitian witch doctors, and so I checked that out for the real deal. That's probably got a lot more informed information on that. But yes, <laughs> yeah, I think oh. it, 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 it's they poison people and, and maybe even bury them, or, and then they're they're indentured yeah, servants. Like- like spiritual servants to, to those. Also, zombies are z- zombies, and the the term zombie or, or zombification or whatever is, is often used now uh, to describe things outside of direct zombies. Like you might you might call somebody like uh, uh, office drones in, in, at work. You might call them like work zombies or whatever like that. P- people 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 use the term zombie often often to indicate somebody who's not who's not questioning all accepting and that sort yeah, of like thing as an adjective to describe yeah, somebody yeah pretty much replacing the term say brainless or whatever you know like uh they, they they just use the word zombie that's how how extremely uh integrated into our yeah. culture yeah, yeah. the idea of zombies you, you, are. you have a late night and get up and go to work and you're like oh i feel like a zombie 
No brain, yeah. just eating and walking around. And nobody would question what that what what you mean. They'd be like, they wouldn't be like zombie. No, what do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that's that's how how uh, it's like the Kleenex of the monsters. I would also say that um, um, I mean, for the purposes of our conversation, we're, we're we're sticking mostly to pop culture zombies, right? Like, I mean, like let we don't have enough of the research to do the historical, you know, Haitian sort of zombie thing. But but uh, I think Crossing, you did a really good job of kind of summary summarizing where they appear in pop culture and i kind of think that uh i mean you said vampires you know that that was driving me nuts for a while the vampire craze and i'm really hoping people get done with zombies soon because i am a sick of zombie pop culture i gotta tell you so what what go go further why are you sick of it I honestly just find it extremely boring. I just think that it, it it's a concept that is I think I think when it first came about is kind of an interesting um I, idea for a horror film or this or, apocal, or an apocalyptic story. Uh and then I find people just keep rehashing it and it's not a new idea anymore and people are like, "Well, you can tweak on it." And that's true. Um, but I just am so sick of zombies. I think it's also a uh, pretty good excuse to have a lot of gratuitous violence, which people like, and that's fine. Uh, but I, I just I just find it lame. Every time I see a, a zombie thing, I'm like, that's the best you could come up with? Oh, zombie? Great. And the worst, I bought this book a while ago called, oh, you can't even remember what it's called, but I'm, I don't want to actually share it because it's a horrible book, where the guy at the bookstore <laughs> recommended it to me, and I started reading it, and I got into it, I'm like, I'm like, oh god, it's about vampires. I remember thinking this. And I'm like, I hate vampire stories in the same way Crofton was saying it was like a big trend in vampires. But then it turned out that they were basically vampire zombie sort of creatures that were somewhere between. And I was like, oh, and I, I, I just threw the book down. I'm like, I'm not reading this well, anymore. And I, I think, gave up on it. I think um, that beyond zombies, that, you know, culturally, uh, we are. We enjoy sort of survival, like a post apocalyptic or a pop apocalyptic survival movies like or stories whether they be books whatever media um and i think that the zombie is a form that sort of uh you know that what if it really happened kind of thing goes through your mind like what if i have to hack apart my family because they all turn into zombies wouldn't that make me cry a lot and you know what would it be like when death is a you know just a moments away and i think this zombie movie is a very convenient form of doing it because um, you don't need CGI to make a huge monster. I mean, it's still a lot of effort goes into making zombies, but I kind of feel like it's sort of, um, it, it, I don't know, I, like you say, like there's a saturation of it because it's a popular story we like to hear told, well, and it's pretty simple to put together. Think of all the zombie B-movies out there over the past however many years. Yeah, They are, they are pretty but, easy, but but I just want to bring up one because I was talking about why I thought, okay, boring. boring. It's also because it's just... It's not necessary. If anyone has read or seen the film adaptation of The Road, Cormac McCarthy book, uh, is that you don't need uh, the dead to be rising to make an equally terrifying post-apocalyptic no. thing. I mean, basically what he what he created was just like an, an examination of an apocalyptic thing. You don't need this nonsense about a virus that makes these things come alive. Human beings are scary enough as they're... And I thought that a great piece because... It really had a feel of a zombie movie, but it just 
didn't have zombies, yeah. and it still worked amazingly. If you want a grim movie to watch, watch that one. It, it's a downer. Yeah, no, no, for for sure it is. And th- those are interesting points. And I understand what it's like having your fill of something and being like, oh man, I'm I'm done. I'm done with this. But honestly, I'm like I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I love zombies, and I definitely. Uh, love that they're riding a wave of popularity right now. I find a lot of the things that annoy you, I, I like. I agree that it's possible. Uh, I agree with Bo's point that they're tied in with the apocalypse and post-apocalyptic stuff. And I agree with Mike, you, with your point, with uh, regards to the fact that you can do a really compelling story in the apocalypse without zombies. But there are benefits of, of having zombies, ch- cheap benefits in terms of jump scares and that sort of stuff but also also the benefits that uh, that Bo mentioned about how you can have co- confrontations with your family members like after after life friends or family and yeah it's been done a lot but it is an interesting thing to like as as we were talking about AI AI has been done in tons of uh, tons of movies and, and and things where you where you can have different approaches to it, and they're they're happy with zombies. And I find that I find that they provide the, um, a sort of as a level of social commentary. And George Romero did that, you know, in with uh, in Dawn of the Dead, having them all in the the shopping mall. And I've seen I've seen that in yeah. done done in other other ways. Uh, but yeah, no, I just find that uh, that it 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 allows. Uh, in a post-apocalyptic world, uh, for us, the horror in, in zombie films, more more or less, one of the big things is that the horror is humans, not the zombies. It's like it's like Mike, what you were saying in the road. Yes, human humans are scary, and this is, but but by having the zombies there is a point of contrast. You say, hey, this is what originally caused this disaster, and they are scary, and they are they are an omnipresence that makes traveling dangerous outside of safe areas, but also. Uh, the real, the real horror and the the real uh, fear is what people turn into in the face of zombies, right? So I find that compelling. Yeah, um, but I would say that you know there are like this billions of zombie movies because it's low hanging fruit, and I think movies are the most common form that you would hear this kind of narrative told. Well, and video and video games and, and well, books. Yeah, it, I it, guess video again. Maybe with video games, it's low hanging fruit because the models are the same human. Like you don't have to do. You know, from a work standpoint, the the there's less it, replication of work. Oh, I think one of the big things with video games, and, and I believe this to be true, is that that some people have have issues with violence against humans when when playing games, or you have to have an absolute. They have to develop a compelling reason in a game uh, to make to make it interesting for some people, and and zombies provides that sort of human element without without necessarily you can justify. It. It's like why Nazis were for time. And again, the, the the popular enemy in video games or in movies, for that matter, it's like, oh, whatever, they're just Nazis, you know? Oh, whatever, they're just zombies, doesn't matter, right? Like, you can enjoy the spectacle for what it is without actually having to be like, oh, you know, somebody died. This person's already dead, he's a friggin' zombie. Yeah, says the person who just probably massacred 5,000 people in Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I have to. I have to really like, and uh, not to get sidetracked, and I promise I won't. But I have to when playing a game like that. You really sometimes you have to force yourself to be like, okay, 
this, you know, these are characters I'm playing or whatever. Whereas in, in a zombie thing, it, it, it's like, whatever, it's just, it's just a zombie. Right. So I, I do agree with your concept of low hanging fruit. Uh, and, and I also think that they're, they're possibly possibly overused, but it for me it's never when I see zombie on something like they can be anywhere from comedic to horrific. Like yeah. I just find there's a wide range. Yeah, um, Mike, because you're the one sort of I think strongest uh, have the strongest opinion away from zombies. I want to know: Are there any zombie movies or media that you've consumed that you've enjoyed? Uh, yeah, I mean I've enjoyed lo- lots of zombie things. Um, I, I think the comedic ones. What's the one with the British dude? Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I've liked a lot. I mean, some of the old ones are kind of like, you know, these kind of uh, classics of, you know, kind of B-movie horror, and they're interesting to watch. I, I'm not, a, like, I shouldn't say that I'm against zombies uh, across the board. It's more, I guess, it's the pop culture. In the same way that v- vampires, like, um, you know, it seemed like maybe Crofton, you were a bit gladder that that one has died off a bit. But to me, it's the same. Like, I don't see any difference. What it is, is it's, it's an established, it's a subgenre of something that has become its own genre. And I find that's what's boring to me. It's not like, like zombies are almost always uh, post-apocalyptic or apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic fiction. But it's a subgenre of apocalyptic fiction and one that is hashed and rehashed and rehashed. And I just feel like somebody get a new idea. I'm yeah. just sick of it so I'm, yeah i'm a hack writer i love zombies instead of making something new and original and my own i take pride and prejudice and put zombies in right it. and also <laughs> i think i think the fact is someone sitting around coming up with an idea and they're like oh okay zombies but then i'll do this and it's like a new take on zombies but i i feel like the initial thing is like you're not exploring really a new idea you're exploring someone else's I, and someone else's already idea and just kind of building off that and you know what that's art too and and i shouldn't be so critical but i just find it kind of boring especially when creativity can be so limitless to like i'm like you know i I feel like it's fanboys who are who are driving this who get to the point where they're creating their own fiction and it's like this kind of fanboy culture that's well i definitely admit there's a comfort food element to it right like i I mean the the idea being like oh you know i'm i'm familiar with that whenever you consume any sort of creative product there's that phase where you're sort of getting into it and getting used to used to things and if you have a point of accessibility it also makes for an easy studio pitch hey it's it's zombies in space, you know, like uh, <laughs> you can you can do you can do stuff like that. But I I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Uh, but there there have been a couple of products in the past few years, a couple of things uh, that I have played, and and I, I'm thinking distinctively of The Last of Us, uh, which is a game that came out earlier this year, and I I know it was not zombies per se like it's not the traditional view of zombies um it's like a real a a real virus right now that exists only in insects and what if that virus affected humans but it essentially has the a similar a similar enough effect that i'll lump it together but again it was it it was like what i would consider a masterpiece of that genre just like um, you know, the, in the graphic novels, The Walking Dead came out, you know, not so long ago. It was another huge touchstone 
in 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 sort of zombie stuff but for every one of them there's you know uh, um a, a zillion i'm sure b movies and that that honestly i i don't watch but when i see that when it's a zombie film or television show or or whatever that there is a certain amount of appeal to me right off the bat from from that i like that sub sub genre of of horror sci-fi but but your point about the vampires that's a, like and maybe it's the way the vampires were presented because they became very popular off sort of a reversal of fortune uh, in terms of the way they're presented. They used to be presented as horrific creatures and they became the new sexiness that glowed in the night with, with Twilight. And maybe I had issue – I maybe if they had kept the original sort of feel for vampires, maybe I would have been on that bandwagon as well. But for whatever reason, I never got on it and I'm glad to see it die down. Yeah. I never consumed anything in it, but with the zombies, it's sort of the opposite. It was I, more like Anne Rice though. I mean, give, yeah, give, her, the, give her the props, too. but, but the zombie, and it's, you're, you're right. You're right. They are the same thing. It's funny how I guess the zombies is more the flavor you like and the vampires are flavor that you don't like. Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah. And that's, then that's totally fair. But again, it's just like the exploration of like a, it's, it's such a subgenre of apocalypse, of apocalypse fiction. When I think, because when I think about ones, and you guys heard me talk about this movie a lot, um, uh, Children of Men. I find an amazing movie. Really like it, and it's uh, I recommend to anyone who has not seen it. And again, kind of post-apocalyptic, the, 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 or or the end of you, you know on the verge of an apocalypse, which was a very simple concept of just human beings can't have children anymore. Now what? Now that's neat, and it made a really good a good movie. But what if then someone said, oh, okay, what a great concept. I'm going to make another movie about human beings can no longer have children and then explore that and then again and then again and again and again and again and again because it's a sub i'm like i'd be like enough already it's the same with zombies uh, but i will say on the video game uh uh sort of thing i really see how that works in video games um and i i think that i understand why they keep bringing it back there i guess um but but even that, like, I think of the Resident Evils and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, God, they got so old, too. Well, I think, I think in the video game front, it's not just that you have games that are themed, but you see it featured as a kind of entity, even if it's in a, some small way, right? So it's just a staple. Like, a, it's, it's, it's kind of everywhere. Yeah, Call of Duty's a, a military shooter. It's got zombie mode. Yeah, I mean, Diablo has, has <laughs> zombies, but it has tons of other things in it, too. So um, yeah. there, there's a lot of that kind of thing everywhere. I kind of want to ask you guys... Do you prefer the classic zombie or the rage zombie that isn't really a dead person? Because I think Last of Us, they're not dead, right? They're infected. So they're yeah, actually, they're they're, they're infected, but they're essentially. I mean, their behavior is patterned that way. Because I'm also thinking of one of my favorite zombie movies, um, which is 28 Days Later. I really like that movie. I think it's uh, it, it was really actually intense, and you know, the narrative in that, like any good zombie movie is less about the zombies, um, well, I don't want to say every good movie, but less about the zombies and more about the people and how they interact in that sort of situation. That being said, Mike's point is well taken, that you could have that movie without the zombies. Like Clearly, humanity's capacity for evil and depravity can be explored without necessarily introducing zombies into the mix. But I think there's something, it's like a lot of things in the horror genre. It's, It's just this... Um, we exaggerate things to maybe, you know, for our enjoyment, I guess. Like, there's definitely, um, you know, more than just zombies and vampires, there's hacker, like, slasher movies, and there are... um yeah, there are werewolf movies too, but there's less of those. Well, know? this this is an interesting actual actual point, and and this is maybe my my issue with zombies, because I put it in the 
you know, because because it always ends up being like this. It always goes into the kind of the apocalyptic fiction category. But really, I mean, horror is probably where it would make it makes more sense. It just happens to also kind of be apocalyptic. Uh, and then, so it, it, I guess because it kind of bridges I, those two, I those two a, genres. I think it's a shift in it because I've I've seen Night of the Living Dead. I watched it as a pretty young person. I gotta say it was terrifying. And that nowadays sensibilities like when it comes to superhero movies, all these sort of genres that we make take to the big screen or take to popular television or in video games, we kind of have this need to make a, an intelligent story around it and have these sort of justifications for why things are happening. But the classic ones, like Night of the Living Dead, is pretty much like, hey, there's this guy who's dead, but he's not dead. Oh, no, he tore somebody's legs off. And but I remember I, there being a really fat one that was really gross because it fell down the stairs and maybe blew up or something. But, I don't know. But I, I think that's why and that's the, why zombies are so interesting, like, as opposed to... And, and I'm going back on what I said about the vampires, like, being just a different flavor. I feel that... I feel that um, the, the zombies have been more successful in in drawing more out of me uh, than than um, than vampires have been. There's more possibility I find, or more possibility, uh, more success has been obtained in make, do, doing social commentary through zombies. And again, like I go back to the example I gave earlier, you have, and it can be. A, a lot of it apocalyptic. It can be confined to an area where it's just a horror thing. But like comparing the zombies, the zombies look like people, but they're they're not people. And in in return, it allows it allows uh, you know um, humans to 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 be portrayed as really the worst the worst evil. You can do that without zombies, but like I just find that it. It, it adds it adds an element to it, and it, it's uh, and if if no films had zombies and they were all like The Road or Children of Men and post apocalyptic, I'm sure we would get tired of tired of that as well. I just find they they've done enough new stuff that I'm constantly entertained by zombies. I haven't seen them do anything with vampires that make me be like, oh, that the, aside from the agelessness where it's been like made me oh think oh what would it be like to live forever uh, you know or something like that. They haven't done anything that's really like tickled my brain or anything yeah, yeah. that was a pun on zombies eating brains by the way <laughs> yeah and, and one of the things and i'm just going to briefly mention it but it's the popular thing du jour which is the uh the walking dead and um i've watched the tv series and read the comic the tv series is kind of i think it's kind of uh, you know it's starting to the interest is starting to diminish for me but i want to focus on the comic book because generally when i'm reading it and i enjoy it quite a bit i tend to skip over like the zombie bits um, faster just because they're a little boring like I'm more interested in the interaction of the characters so I think I think people who like zombies like zombies for the idea of zombies and they're not overly necessary and if that's the kind of thing you enjoy uh, Lord knows I liked the Transformers movie even though everything in my body tells me not to like it I just like Transformers <laughs> um, you know I think it's the same thing with zombies and there's a very you know, it, it just a lot of people sort of share that view of it. Like I said, I have a soft place in my heart for um, the movies I watched as a kid, which were Evil Dead Two doesn't have zombies, but it's kind of in puts his toe in there. And definitely Night of the Living Dead was pretty uh, was pretty intense for me too. Anyway, um, I think we're ready to bring in verdicts. Do you guys uh, agree? Yeah. All right. So uh, 
I, I, let me let me take it first. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, while I think that zombies are not necessary to tell a good story, in fact, they're probably you're probably best served by if you want to tell a good story or a deep story or moving story, you're probably best served by not including zombies in the thing that you're creating. That being said. I do like a good popcorn flick every now and then, and there are some good examples of really good films that I'd go back and watch even now that I consider classics. So I think overall having zombies in our lives is a good thing. And there you have it. <laughs> Zombie uh, brains. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, so, okay, I think zombies are bullshit. That was a zombie cat. Yeah, it was slow moving. Uh, <laughs> I just think that like the the concept is no longer interesting. I think it was it was interesting to have been explored once, and now I think it's basically just lazy writing and sort of nostalgic writing, which are bringing people to re-exploring this subgenre of horror or subgenre of apocalyptic fiction. I just think it's kind of lame, uh, and then even and then the, the fact, and I think it's also just a gratuitous use of violence. People like the idea of just bashing the shit out of a hundred. Uh, People and it's no consequence because first of all they're already dead and they're not real people. So I just think it's gratuitous violence, which a lot of people like, fits well in the horror genre. But I don't think it has any you know overarching like good things for society. Like oh look at all the gore. So I just think they're kind of lame. They're definitely boring to me now. And I feel like oh, let's move on. What's the next thing? Yeah, zombie walks. Zombies uh, don't bring the community together. <laughs> Uh, it brings a, it brings the fanboys together. Brings a pile of weirdos together that uh, like a weird thing. And I, I think probably anyone listening to this knew, knew, knew where we were all going to fall on this because of our commentary. So, yeah. Crofton, why don't you bring it home? All right. Uh, so I Crofton, think so. behind you. Oh, oh my god! Uh, oh no! Oh, oh were you bit? Were you bit? Kill him! Kill him! No! Kill, kill Crofton! I'm sorry, it's Crofton. Blood. It's, it's somebody else's blood. It's, it's not personal, Crofton. It's somebody else's blood. No, how are you talking? You're dead. You're a zombie already. <laughs> Again, Thank you. See, look, look how easily we do that. Boring. It's a story <laughs> everyone knows. No fun. No, I. There's I no th- surprises. No interesting. I think your verdict's done. Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, zombies. sorry. That's all the time we have, folks. It's my zombie verdict. Zombies are good. And first of all, I think, would I love, like to live in a world without zombie fiction? And I think the answer to that is no, I would not. Uh, some of my favorite things uh, have some element of uh, a zombie in. The concept it keeps getting reanimated successfully. Oh, reanimator, another good shout out. Um, and... Uh, I just, yeah, no. I as as I mentioned, I find that that it's being used and and the concept is being tweaked in different ways. It's not the same story every time. It's not the same tone every time, and uh, and and yes, I think that the 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 interest. Uh, the the over interest in anything can be annoying, especially when you're not overly keen on that thing. And I feel that zombies' uh, popularity is on the wane now. I feel like they've. Over the past few years, there's been a, a lot of people going to that well, and I feel like it. You know that the moment is slowly passed. I think with the television show with The Walking Dead, I think we'll see the ratings go down. I think we're going to see less zombies in video games. 
and they'll be the new thing, uh, as there always is. I think zombies will always be there, and I'm glad that's the case. Uh, and I look forward to the next zombie masterpiece that I watch, read, or play. So, uh, zombies for me? Uh, I think that movie's out. There's a, 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 st- a movie about a girl who falls in love with a zombie boy. That's, that's more bodies. It's, go, it's going the way of uh, what Twilight. There you go. See, yeah. No, that that's an example. You're like, oh, let's reimagine the zombie I hear thing. I hear Love with zombies. Boring. But yeah. see, look at that. Romantic comedy with zombies. Like, I mean, you can do anything. They're they're like they're like. Uh, it's just lame. I want to see intellectual uh, curiosity. I don't see any with zombies. <laughs> I, that I, was I, the so, moment of the show watching. Crofton struggled to find out what type of food type goes into everything. <laughs> He's like ham. And I'm like, can you do everything with ham? <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, no. I I just I just find that not everything needs to be super intellectually stimulating because otherwise your brain gets too big and then zombies are going to want to eat it when the inevitable zombie apocalypse comes. <laughs> but 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 also I I, I oh here's think- here's an idea when uh, okay you know artificial intelligence takes over the world. Uh, but then, but then, at the same time, a zombie, uh, you know, apocalypse happens to the humans who remain, and then zombies have to fight the AI. Wonder Do what you will think happen. that that has? Oh, that, done that's yet. a book. You know what? I could just write that book right now. <laughs> yeah. right. AI, Lame, AI zombies, right, and then right. some of the AIs someone, turn into zombies. And then someone's going to listen to this and steal that idea and write some <laughs> awesome book about you, AI and zombies. <laughs> You, that person's me. Um, you, I do find Hodges. You are being a little bit elitist on this. I find you're like you're like it's not intellectually stimulating. When I find that a lot of the zombie fiction, a lot of zombie fiction has been at least has as much merit as a lot of other fiction out there. Sure. You know, but I mean, a lot of fiction's bad across the board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but not all zombie fiction is bad. I or, saw that one coming. It's mostly bad. <laughs> let's be let's be well, honest. That's, that's because there's a high. Uh, element of pulp in it right like yeah, there's the, that, whole, the pulp subgenre where there's like you know stuff like that right it's it's but but there's a, there's a ton of really good stuff as well so yeah. all right i, I think I, the, I got nothing more to say about all this. right yeah <laughs> i just well say taken. you're coming off as a leader a little well, bit yeah. whatever i won't argue well, you know that. there are those yeah. books and, and movies and things you enjoy and then there's those things that really move and touch you and uh I, <laughs> it's both. It's both. I have. It, I haven't had a zombie one. It touches me. I haven't had a zombie one really touch me in a deep way. So um. shout out, Bo. You were all over the Walking Dead, and and, <laughs> oh, no. and I like Walking Dead, but it's not. Uh, you know, it hasn't moved me in that deep way that say you know Hamlet or even Breaking Bad for that matter. Has, Hamlet. So. You and your <laughs> now you're buying into his friggin' elitism. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bo, right. Bo, do we have any mail today? We do. Let me just check the mail back. Wow, here. mail. All right, here we go. Hey guys, uh, Hamlet with zombies. Can I write that? Hamlet was yeah. There might be a zombie zombie yeah. ham, Hamlet. Don't worry, they're going to go through all Shakespeare it's, with it's the called, zombies. It's called Zamblet. Um. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, that I made that up. Don't don't look that up. All right. So it's a it's a message from uh, guess guess who the message is from? Your mom. Yeah, my mom wrote in. Yes. Um, Yay. Uh, the subject line reads political debates. Uh, hi, mom. Uh, thanks for writing in, by the way. Uh, yeah. So it says, Bo, this is your mother. Say no to drugs. And I think she's referring to that TV show idea I had. Um, yeah, agreed. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a bad idea. All right. you. Hey, man, I'm trying maybe, to be ambitious. Maybe for me, it'd be okay because I'm not that addictive a personality. But you, Bo, bad idea. Okay. Well, all right. She goes on to say that debates are good. 
So she agrees with Mike that debates can be good, but political debates I don't really watch because I don't believe in anything they say. I'm sure they're all coached and prepped, so I call BS on them. So, uh, mom, right on. You, you get a bullshit, mom. <laughs> there we go. So, uh, yeah, I think we all agree. Maybe Croft is the only one that said they were good. Is that right? Well, no, no, I, I, I said they were good. I said they were good. I because said they were good. Even political debate. Oh. Okay. I, I as as a concept, but I, I agree with your mom. In the current state of them, it's just like talking points, and it's like yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm glad she wrote in. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and if you want to write in, our email address is goodbadbs at gmail dot com. Uh, please send us your thoughts. We love to read them on the air. So uh, if you've got something to say about the zombies or about apocalypses or any other top, uh, t- topic we've discussed on the show, please feel free to write in. Um, uh, yeah, I, our website. You can find us on the internet at gbbpodcast.com. Uh, there you will find links to our Facebook like page. Please like us. Uh, there's also links to subscribe on iTunes and an RSS feed if you're using an Android phone or some other sort of RSS catcher. Um, all right, I think that about wraps things up. Uh, Michael, um, when the zombie apocalypse arrives, where do you think people can find you? They will find me at uh, the local bakery enjoying one last delicious croissant before the zombies <laughs> eat my guts. I have this image of you just being be- zombies bearing down on you sitting at a table with a croissant in your mouth and crumbs in your beard. <laughs> That's the way I want to go. Um, all right, uh, Crofton, when the zombie apocalypse comes, it sounds like you're going to be better prepared to connect with other people on Twitter. Where can they find you? Oh, they can find me on Twitter if the servers are still up. At Crofton Steers. Uh, yeah, um, they'll probably function for a while. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well, at Bo Schwartz. And if there is a zombie apocalypse, please let us know. Um, I know Crofton and I will be checking Twitter. Mike will be poorly informed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I had a lot of fun. Uh, zombies uh, are, you know... Uh, you know. Lame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our discussion awesome. of zombies was cool. All right, let's wrap <laughs> let's it up. Let's use that guys. awesome sound effect. All right, let, let, uh, let's send everyone out with uh, our zombie walk, all right? Bye-bye. Mike, big brain, delicious zombie. I think your verdict's done.